0: Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old-Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old-time radio programs and comic books. Our site has other great features like a message board, free OTR downloads, games, and much more. Check us out at ComicWeb.com. The Comic Web also offers another podcast, which is a variety of old-time radio programs, not just Superman. You can find it on our website or wherever you found this podcast. The Comic Web was on vacation last week and we found out that the sixth episode of the Horace Morton Weather Machine episode was not properly up to, uploaded for many podcast receivers, notably iTunes. We fixed the problem, but iTunes can be pretty unforgiving when trying to fix a mistake, so we are also adding that episode to the end of this week's episode. So, you get two episodes. Thanks. And now kids, it's time for our Comic Web Radio Secret Society code. 1754613. Just enter this code at wwwcomicwebcom secretsociety.htm. Deciphering the code will give you all the benefits of membership in the Comic Web Radio Secret Society. Benefits include more free episodes, fun facts, and a certificate of membership. And you get 15% off in any order from the Comic Web. Just use the word on checkout where we ask for a coupon code. The code again is 1754613. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this these two episodes of Superman. Thank you. Presenting
1: the transcription feature, Superman! Oh my Up, my sky, Earth, Earth. Earth. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! And now Superman, strange visitor from another world who has come to Earth as champion of the weak and the oppressed. Superman, who can bend steel in his bare hands and race a speeding bullet to its target who mingled with ordinary men disguised as Clark Kent, meek mannered reporter for the Daily Planet newspaper. If you remember, Clark Kent and Lois Lane, a girl reporter for the Daily Planet, were sent to Melville, an upstate manufacturing town, to investigate a mysterious explosion in a doll factory. Hans Holbein, owner of the factory, claimed the explosion was due to a boiler that blew up. But Kent, as Superman, found otherwise. Digging in the bricks... Superman discovered a case of dolls, but they were not ordinary dolls. The body of each doll contained a metal cylinder filled with a dangerous super explosive, enough to blow up a battleship. Taking his evidence to the police, Ken enlisted the aid of the chief. In the meantime, Lois Lane, who had sought an interview with Holbein at his home, is in the clutches of the doll factory owner and his helper, Joe. Unconscious from fright and apprehension, Lois was carried into the dark ruins of the factory and placed beneath a dynamite-loaded wall that is timed to collapse at 10 o'clock. Unable to locate either Holbein or Lois at the Dow Manufacturer's house, Kent and the police chief, rushed down to the factory to find them there as the town clock told the ominous hour of 10. Listen. Chief, this shoe I just picked up, it belongs to Lois Lane. She's here somewhere. But where, Kent? Where? I don't know. Maybe behind that wall. I'm gonna look. You stay here, Chief. All right. Keep that light out. I'll call if I need you. That sputtering I heard before must be a fuse. But where? Where? Something's going to happen. When it does, I must be prepared. That's Superman. So I'll make the change now, just in case. Now for a look around. What's that near the wall? Great Scott, it's Lois. Lois Lane stretched out on a pile of bricks. Oh, the wall is toppling over. Chief, go back. Run, the wall's coming down. Got to get Lois before that wall crushes. Falling, falling, not a second. It's fair quickly. Can't, can't. Is she all right? Yes, Chief. That wall missed us by an inch. I don't understand it. I thought you were both caught under it. It's a miracle. Nothing but a miracle. We were lucky at that. You see, I was right. I did hear sputtering. The sputtering of a fuse. Someone put dynamite in that wall to make it collapse. Not just someone, Kent. It was Holbein and whoever's working with him. I'll see that he goes up for attempted murder if it's the last thing I do.
2: Help. Help.
1: Yeah, she's coming, too. Oh, oh help. Oh, no. Everything is all right, Miss Lane. Just take it easy.
2: Oh, Clark. Uh, Mr. Kent. What happened?
1: Well, that's what we'd like to know. How did you get here, Miss Lane?
2: I... I don't remember. I was interviewing that man, Holbein. I told him Mr. Kent was at the factory looking around. He, he got very angry. He wouldn't let me leave. I, I fought with him.
1: Yes, what happened?
2: He... He tied me up and put a gag in my mouth and... Then I guess I've
1: I get it now. They brought her down here. Never mind about that now, Chief. The important thing is to locate Holbein. I'd better take you to a hotel, Miss Lane.
2: Oh, no, you won't, Clark Kent. This is my assignment as much as it is yours. What's this about dynamite?
1: Well, it's it's a long story, and you must be tired. I'll tell you some other time.
2: No, so you'll tell me right now. Why did Holbein flare up when I told him you were looking around the factory, huh?
1: Because he was hiding something. That factory explosion wasn't caused by a boiler blowing up. Not by a long sub. It was those dolls.
2: Dolls? What do you mean?
1: The dolls Holbein made were only a blind. Each one of them was loaded with a grayish black powder. A deadly high-powered explosive. Enough to blow this whole town sky high.
2: Yes, but why? What was his object? That's
1: what we don't know. And won't know until we get our hands on Holbein. The sooner we do that, the better. I think we'll go back to his house, Chief. Maybe he's there now. Oh, uh, hold on, Kent. There's something I forgot to tell you. Huh? Clean slipped my mind and the excitement. Well, what is it? Holbein owns a plane. A two-seater monoplane. Keeps it at the Sudbury Airport. What? I'll wager he's heading there right now, figuring on skipping. Why didn't you tell me? Here, we've been wasting all this time. Where is the airport? Sudbury is five miles west of Melville on the turnpike. We can drive there in ten minutes. I can get there faster alone. See you later. What? But... Now, doesn't that beat all? How on earth does he expect to get there faster than a car will take
2: him? Oh, it isn't it a get there faster, Chief. Just first. To hog all the glory. Where's your car?
1: It's just down the street.
2: Oh, come on. We're racing to the airport. No,
1: no sense, all of us going to one place. Maybe it would be better if we took a run up to Holbein's house on the chance he's there. Sort of cover all possibilities.
2: Why, oh, he won't be there. He'll be at the airport, and Ken will catch him. He's just that lucky.
1: Can't tell that Holbein's looking up to think he can talk himself out of this without running away. Come on, Miss Lane. Won't be anything more. Oh,
2: all right, but I'll bet my last dollar, Clark can't come in with Holbein in a story.
1: Both Lois Lane and the chief of police are in for a none too pleasant surprise. For even as their car speeds through the darkness, Hans Holbein nervously paces the living room floor of his house, while Joe, his helper, stands at a window with drawn blinds. Listen. Well, well, all clear, Mr. Holbein. Stop worrying. It's not a chance of this being pinned on us. Yes, that's what you think. But that car. The one that drove up to the factory while we were fixing the dynamite in the wall. Well, what about it? It was a police car. I saw it. Well, listen, you can talk those cops out of anything. Take it easy, Mr. Holbein. Just take it easy. Yeah, what, what time is it? Is it? At best, hell. Uh, seven hours. That's a long time. What's going to happen in seven hours? It'll be dawn. We go to the airport, take the plane, fly to the island. There, we'll be safe until this blows over. What about the rest of the dolls buried under the bricks? Hey? Got to leave them there with all that stuff in them? Well, nah, it can't be helped. But if the wall toppled over on them um, two reporters, the fellow and the girl, they can't do any talking. Well, I'm not sure what happens. I can't take any chances. There's too much at stake. Look out the window again, Joe. Yeah. Still clear. No, wait a minute. There's a car coming up the street. Who is it, Joe? Who is it? How can I tell from here? She's slowing up. Stopping at the curb. It's a police car. No, 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 it can't be. That's what it is. Two people getting out. Looks like the chief and. Holdbine! It's that girl reported. Yeah, you see, the wall didn't fall. She got away. Shh. Coming up the walk. Stand back. This 38 will finish him fast. No, Joe. Not for the gun. Here, let me talk to him first. Here. Here, you heights, Cowser, quick. Open up, Holbine. Uh. One moment, please. Come on, open up. All right. No funny work now, Old I've got you covered. Up with your hands. I I don't understand. You will soon enough. Close the door, Miss Lane. Now, what have you got to say for yourself, Old I'm sorry, but you'll have to explain. Explain what? The dolls with the black powder inside them?
2: Yes, and tying me up
1: and throwing me into a closet? Old we've got you dead to rights. I'm arresting you for manslaughter because 13 people lost their lives when your factory exploded. And if that isn't enough, I'll hold you for the attempted murder of Miss Lane. That's what you think, copper. Uh, Joe, don't shoot. All right, then he gets it this way. <coughs> oh, it's your turn, sister. Joe, stop. What do you want her to do, blabber her mouth off? Put down that gun, Joe. All right, it's your funeral.
2: The jeep, is hers.
1: Stay right where you are, Miss Lane. You've caused me enough trouble, you and your friend. Now I'll see to it that you remain harmless oh. for a long time.
2: You can't get away with this. Yeah, no, you can't get away with this. The no, let me go.
1: Let me go. Watch, me go. You your eyes let out. Let me go. I yeah. yeah. you. Let me yeah, go. No. Now, keep quiet. Now, Joe, pack up the bags quickly. Where are we going? To the island. We can't wait for dawn. You're not
2: taking me to any island. Shut
1: up, sister. We'll take care of you later. I'll no. handle this, Joe. I know what I'm doing. Now, pack up the
2: bags and make it fun. You can't get away with this. You can't get away with this. Let me go. Let me go.
1: Meanwhile, at the Sudbury Airport, Superman finds Holbein's plane still in its hangar. And no sign of the Dow factory owner. He rings swiftly back to Melville. Red cloak streaming in the wind, his powerful figure shrouded in protective darkness. The chief must have thought I was crazy to run out on him the way I did. Lois must certainly think I'm trying to hog the story. Well, there are times when what people think is unimportant. I wonder where Holbein did go. It wasn't at the airport, that much I know... Search the place high and low. Look, there are the lights of Melville up ahead. There's the main road. I can see a car running along it. I'll drop down and have another look at the factory. Maybe he's there. Down. Down. No, nobody there. Might as well try the house again. Probably find Lois and the chief there. Faster. 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 are, in Holbein's front yard. I'd better change back to Clark Kent before going in. There, that does it. Now, up the steps. No answer. That's funny. I'll try again. Well, if you won't open for Clark Kent... You'll open for Superman. Here goes... One more there, That does it what, what the The chief on the floor Chief Chief what happened uh, Holbein Man came out of the closet Yes slugged me Chief What happened to Lois Miss Lane Don't know Lois Miss Lane where are you She's gone Holbein's gone Oh why did I ever leave her Now there's no telling where she is. Wait, wait, hold on. There's something written on the table. Written with a lipstick. Am on island. It's a message she left for me. Am on island. Yes, but what island? What island is Lois Lane on? Is it the same island to which Holbein and Joe fled? Some bleak, desolate stretch of sand far out in the ocean? What can Superman do in the face of this new development? This new danger... Tune in next time and follow the thrilling story of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine.
0: Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of The Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Our site has other great features like a message board, free OTR downloads, games, and much more. Check us out at www.comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers another podcast, which is a variety of old time radio programs, not just Superman. You can find it on our website or wherever you found this podcast. And now kids, it's time for our Comic Web Radio Secret Society code. 1754613. Just enter this code at www.comicweb.com slash secretsociety.htm. Deciphering the code will give you all the benefits of membership in the Comic Web Radio Secret Society. Benefits include more free episodes, fun facts, a certificate of membership, and you get 15% off any order from the Comic Web. Just use the word on checkout where we ask for a coupon code. The code again is 1754613. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you.
1: Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Now, Superman, valiant fighter for truth and justice, mighty champion of the weak and the oppressed, who came to Earth from the planet Krypton, and who walks about among men disguised as mild Clark Kent, news reporter for the Daily Planet. Slopes of music mountains, softened by heavy rains, have advanced on the town of New Birmingham, and particularly on that part surrounding the plant where precious radium is refined from the ores of black pitchblende. While Lois Lane helps frantic women pack up their belongings and get children safely on buses, Kent has found that truckloads of pitch-blend ore worth thousands of dollars are being moved from the refinery that night. And that the mysterious group which works through Dr. Horace Morton plans to bring on a violent storm that will make its plundering easy. Not knowing how or where they plan to strike, not being able to tell Lois how much he knows, Kent works on assisting the desperately hurrying families not much time to go. He knows the record's planned to strike at 10 o'clock. And so far, Lois refuses to believe him. Listen.
2: Oh, Miss Lane, I don't know what to do. Where's Jimmy and Susie? Now, Miss McNair, everything's all right. Your husband's gone on ahead with the furniture. The children, Miss Lane. I can't leave the children. They'll be all right.
1: They're on the bus, aren't they? Well,
2: they're on the bus, but I don't know. I don't know. Oh, oh. Listen to it. That's the mouth. It's moving now, nonsense that just thunder, Mrs. McNaira. Lois,
1: remember what I said. There's a storm coming
2: up. Don't bother me about that now. Go ahead, Mrs. McNara. You get on that bus, too. It's the last one. Go on. Oh, Miss Lane, it's a blessed angel. You feel helpless like this. You come, too. Oh, I'll be all right. We've got a car. Is everybody on? Go ahead, driver. Go on. Well, thank heavens we got them all. Whatever happens now, they won't be caught here.
1: Lois, Miss Lane, I have just thought of something else.
2: Mr. Kent, it's no use. I just won't believe my Uncle Horace is mixed up with any gang of criminals. You can talk until you're blue in the face. But unless you've got something better to go on than a hunch, I'm not going to... Now, look here.
1: You admit he can control the weather. You told me that much yourself. Why I know, but... Well, then you also know that he's with the gang. Now, what if the gang is making him do it? What if they plan to bring down the mountain and block those trucks, maybe tonight? Yes, and all those people on their buses, too, and the kids.
2: Clark... They wouldn't do that. They couldn't. Well, they might.
1: And if they were, what could we do about
2: it? Oh, it, it's too terrible. What could we do?
1: Lois, well, I've, I've had an idea. If there is anything in this, if your uncle is back of all this rain, where would he be working from?
2: Well, well how should I know?
1: Well, nobody knows, but we can guess. All his equipment is back up at the observatory, isn't it? Right on the mountain itself.
2: Oh, but Clark, he couldn't be there. They've had a guard up there ever since he disappeared. Oh,
1: I know, I know, but guards can fall asleep, can't they? Anyway, we don't really know where his scientific stuff is or how he works it. It might be somewhere out in the woods. But, Mr. Kent, Kennedy... Even if the guard's right on the job, the place is locked and he's on the outside. What if there's a secret entrance? It's not impossible.
2: Well, there might be. Oh, I don't know. What do you think we ought to do? What's the time? Wait. Quarter past
1: nine. They're pulling it off at ten.
2: What? What are you
1: saying? I... Oh, nothing. Look here, Miss Lane. Are you game for something? You know
2: I am. What is it?
1: I want to go up to that observatory right now and look it over. You never can tell. We might find something. Yes, but what if we don't? Well, we're no worse off, are we? Come on, back to the car and let's go. We can make it in half an hour, storm or no storm.
2: Miss Thunder! There is a storm.
1: Yes, or else it's the mountain starting another slide. Come on. Here's the car.
2: Well, here we are back again. Find anything on your side?
1: Shh, quiet. I think I saw a light.
2: Did you? Where?
1: I'm not sure. Look here. I'm going to try and break in. Maybe I can pry open a window. Do you think it's safe? That won't be if the guards catch us. You go back to the road and keep an eye out. Hurry.
2: All right. If I see anything, I'll either whistle or come back. Be careful, please.
1: There she goes. Good girl. Plenty of grit. But I don't want her around when it's time for Superman to act. Did I see something? I'll say I did. Got to get around the corner. There's a light in the cellar. I didn't notice that window before. It was hidden behind a bush. Now, here we are. Now, let's see. Great Scott. Collins is down there. The gang leader. With a gun. Yes, there he is, the devil standing right back of Morton. Morton's working at his equipment. And there's the police car tied up in a corner. Well, my friend, you won't be carrying your plans much further. I'll get down where you are right through the wall in one crash. Here goes. Ah! Out for the light. Told you that gun, Collins. Don't do it. I warned you. All right, take it. Ah, now then, where's that lamp? Oh, never mind. I can see all right. Dr. Morton. Dr. Morton. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, what's what's happened? Dr. Morton, it's me, Clark Kent. I guess there was an explosion. The whole wall went out. How are you? Are you hurt? Collins, watch out Oh, Collins. No, don't worry. He's out like a light. Mr. King, Laura, what's happened? I heard the crash. Lois, right down here, down that hole. It's all right. Bring your flashlight. Lois, Lois, oh, thank heaven you come. Quick,
2: quick. Uncle Horace, are you all right? Oh, Clark, what's happened? They
1: carried me off, made me work, made me create bad weather. Lois, they're criminals, and that man, Collins... He's the head. Uncle, be quick. Don't wait. Dr. Morton, what do you mean? The final storm.
2: Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock tonight. What? Uncle Horace, it's ten o'clock now. Trucks. Trucks loaded with radium. They're going to bring
1: down the mountain. I've called up a storm. It's coming. Yes. It Not only the trucks, the buses, all the children. Oh, Uncle, stop it. Turn it back. Dr. Morton. Stop the storm. I can't. It's gone too far. If you come five minutes sooner... Clark, it's coming. It's here. Dr. Morton, where is it going to happen? Where are they going to catch the trucks? Quick, now, quick. Maybe I can head them off. The forest hill pass beyond the refinery. Forest hill pass? But you can't stop them too late. The whole side of the cliff is loose. They'll block the trucks and steal everything. Lois, you stay here. Watch your uncle... Untie Devlin, there in the corner. Then have him tie up Collins.
2: Oh, Clark! Hurry, hurry! You may be in time. All oh, those children! Oh, I'll the... hurry all I can.
1: Out the way I came in. There. Out. Out we go. Forest Hill Pass, eh? Superman against the mountain. Not much time. Got to hurry. Out and up, faster, faster. the wind faster than an airplane, Superman streaks toward the narrow cut known as Forest Hill Pass. Can he make it in time? Already the line of trucks creeps up the slope. Behind them, the swaying, rocking bus, brightly lighted, eager boys and girls, knowing nothing of the treacherous mass of rock and earth poised on the heights above.
2: Now you keep quiet. Oh, I declare it's more than I can stand. Shut your noise, all of you. <laughs> Oh, look where we are. Look out the windows. If it isn't Forest Hill Pass. Oh, children, we'll be safe out of here before we know it. Oh, look, it's starting to rain again.
1: Ah, there are the trucks, right in the pass. There's the school bus right behind them. Great heavens, look at that rain coming down in sheets. Up, and there comes the mountain. It's moving. Got to get there. Down, down. Those men on the trucks, they've stopped. They're running away. Well, I can use those trucks myself. If I can stop that slide just for a minute, the bus can get through. Down, down. <laughs> oh, it's coming. If I can fling the trucks in the way to take a barrier. Too bad about the radio, car, I'll dump that. Maybe I can hold them often long enough for the buses to get by. Now. Now. There goes one truck. And another. Maybe I can make it yet. Still coming down. And here's the bus with the children in it. Now, now. Quick. Quick. With another truck. There. That ought to do it. Hurry. Hurry. Just stopped for a second. Keep that thing going. Keep that bus going. You'll make it. Hurry. Ah, they made it. They're safe. The bus with the children got through. They're all right. They got through. Okay, Music
2: Mountain, come ahead and do your
1: worst. You can't hurt anybody now. There you go. Another cup of tea? No. Thank you, Lord. I'm feeling much better now. But What about you, Mr. Kent? Oh, I'm doing fine. Splendid attempt you made, Kent. I mean, to get down the mountain last night. Well, as it turned out, I... I didn't have to warn them. The trucks were wrecked, but the children got through, and after all, that was the main thing. It's
2: very strange about the trucks, wasn't it? They looked as if someone had just picked them up and thrown them right at the mountain.
1: Quite so. Being considered enough to dump them carefully first. How do you explain it, then? Me? Gosh, I don't explain it. I can't. But what about you, Dr. Morton? What about the Morton system of weather control? Now, don't forget, Lois and I want a good long interview about that for next Sunday's paper. How about starting talking right now, eh? No, I think not, Mr. Kent. I'm sorry, but I think not.
2: Why, Uncle Boyce, what do you mean?
1: Uh, Lois, I've made up my mind. I think the weather is best left to nature. When we try to interfere with nature's way of doing things, we make only trouble. But, Doctor, look here. I'm sorry, Mr. Kent. I realize I owe you much, but I owe humanity more. My secret is one that is better left unknown. The Morton system is dead. Forgotten. Destroyed. My story, I'm afraid, is one which will never be printed. So ends the adventure of Dr. Horace Morton, the man who made the weather. Kent and Lois are disappointed that they will have no story for Editor White. But another assignment is close at hand, even more thrilling, more dramatic. Tune in next time and follow the story of Superman.